Good morning or afternoon or really whatever time it is where you're at. Uh, welcome to the St. Joseph podcast. Um, someone else has that name, I'll change it. Um, but uh, just wanted to welcome you to this. Uh, reason for this little history behind this podcast or why I want to do it is, uh, number one, uh, because St. Joseph is uh, super badass, but also because... Um, Pope Francis this year uh, declared this the year of St. Joseph, um, and St. Joseph is someone that's, uh, you know, very special to me. I have a strong devotion to him. Uh, I like to try to, you know, follow him as I as I try to develop as a father and a parent and a husband, um, and really, really look to him on how to have that relationship with, with Christ as, you know, he did kind of raise him. So I think he might have some pretty good insight into those areas. Uh, so I really wanted to just kind of give my perspective on who I believe St. Joseph is in my life and, and I guess how I view him through scripture, um, through prayer and, and just some of my general thoughts on him. Uh, one of the things I think, you know, God saw fit to grant us these saints, um, so many wonderful saints that are out there to help, help draw us closer to Christ, uh, through, through someone who is a person like us. Um, and, and I think that as we build relationships with these saints and we ask for their intercession and we ask them to help draw us to Christ, that we often find ourselves uh, trying to, um, or I should say we build a relationship with them the same way we build a relationship with Jesus, uh, different in the essence that their goal is to bring us to Jesus. And obviously Jesus is who who we should be seeking always. Um but I think those relationships will take on those, their own form as, you know, if we have a, a particular devotion to a saint and we ask for their intercession through through different things, I think that relationship will take its own form. So you might find that my perspective on St. Joseph might be a little bit different than yours. Uh, maybe you'll see some things that uh, you're like, oh, I hadn't thought about it that way, but I could I could relate to that. Um, and, and, you know, so please, you know, feel free to share, reach out or whatever if you have any different thoughts. Another thing I do want to point out is I'm, I'm not a theologian uh, or a biblical scholar or anything of that nature. So this is just really my reflection. Uh, I do have the name Joseph, so that's uh, you know a little tie in there. I think the, the name Joseph having that led me to uh, a bil- bigger relationship with um, St. Joseph. But I don't think that my relationship is because my name is the same. I just I think that pointed me in that direction. Um, but with that... Um, I, I want to, you know, kind of put a disclaimer out there, and if, if I'm blessed to have, you know, any viewers that are very strong theologically and biblically and things like that, and they they uh, hear something I say that maybe they would like to correct or like me to correct, I would, I would I very much appreciate you reaching out. I'm, I'm more than happy to, you know, reevaluate anything that I've said previously, um, but but I did feel kind of led to just, just have this conversation, discussion, and, and talk about, you know, who I see St. Joseph is in my life and and hopefully you know you can take have some takeaways in your life as well through that so one of the things i want to touch on is i not really touch on but if you go through and you try to find you know kind of information on saint joseph and do research on saint joseph you'll find a lot of wonderful books uh, out there um, but a lot of them and i'm not criticizing any of these books in fact i own several of them and i've read several of them and i've i've found them to be wonderful but i'm being fairly facetious and sarcastic here but you get titles like joseph the man who doesn't speak words and he doesn't say anything and he's super quiet and there's nothing interesting about this person saint joseph the saint joseph 
And they really don't have the uh, these perception of St. Joseph. It's just like this background, quiet, mm, insignificant. And of course, if you read the book, it, it, it that's not what it is. It really pulls out who the character of St. Joseph is. But the title I've always found sort of <laughs> just doesn't draw you in because... I think there's definitely an aspect to it, right? There, there is no spoken words of St. Joseph in the Bible. They all talk about kind of what he did and how he responded to different things, but not so much who he was uh, and the things he actually physically said. There's no quotes there directly from him. So, you know, there is that sort of obedient, sort of quiet background person. But I guess for me, when I think of St. Joseph, I always I always am trying to figure out, well, who was he? You know, what, what significance to me was there other than him, you know, being obedient? You know, there's a lot of obedient saints out there. Pretty much all of them were obedient to some regard or another. Um, and and I, I, I guess I'm looking to get a little more past that. I, I, I see Joseph as a person that did a lot, that said a lot. Maybe, maybe we don't have the direct quotes. Um, and maybe he was one of those people that was a little more quiet, but I, I have a feeling he's one of those people, and it's one of those people I've always looked up to in my life, are the type of people that, you know, they may not say much, but when they do talk, people listen. Um, that's something that I remember, I don't remember what book it was when I was younger, I read that, and, and I heard that phrase uh, as a kid that said, you know, when he didn't say much, but when he talked, people listened, and I thought, that's how I want to be. Um, you know, and here I am babbling on for, you know, the last five minutes. But, but um, you know, I think the ability to, when you do decide to talk, people go, you know what, this person is saying something that matters because they don't usually just sit there and, and start to s- put their opinion out there. And that's, I guess, how I view St. Joseph's approach, or at least I, I view how he may have been in the Bible. You know, I don't think he was timid. I don't, I don't think he was, maybe he was shy, but... I don't think he was afraid to speak up when necessary. Obviously, he wasn't afraid to take action when necessary. So I kind of believe that, you know, maybe he kind of sat around, you know. You, you see yourselves around the bar and you're around with a bunch of guys or a bunch of girls and, and you're hanging out. Maybe you're getting to politics or some deep religious discussion or whatever, you know, the stuff that, you know, ends in a fight later on. But uh, a lot of times there's that guy that sits there. It's not that he's shy or he's ignorant or he doesn't want to be involved. He just takes it in. And then at some point he speaks up and people are like, well, that was pretty impactful. Like, as soon as they speak up, everyone listens. Like, wait, I want to hear what this individual has to say. Um, and I think that's who St. Joseph was. I think uh, when he spoke, it was profound. I, he, he, I, don't, I don't think he talked just to talk. Uh, but when he did talk, it mattered. People listened. They said, you know what? Um, when this guy speaks up, there's, there's something important that he's saying. There's something that's got some substance to it. And that's, you know, I guess that's how I imagine how I imagine Saint Joseph. I mean, I, I could be wrong on that, but like I said, I don't I don't think he was just quiet and he was just timid and he was just you know out there in the background. But but um, you know, when you look at the actions that he he's presented with and the, and the decisions he makes and the choices he makes, uh, there's definitely a a, a demonstrable. Uh, ability to act um and so I, I assume that that comes through would would come through in speech for an individual as well um but but maybe it wasn't all the time you know maybe he didn't talk to talk he talked what it mattered um so one, one of the things that uh, i also wanted to touch on though was a, a little bit of a tie-in of um saint joseph in the old Te- not saint joseph in the old testament uh joseph in the old testament you know the guy with the wonderful colored coat um, you know, the favorite son, et cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, I've been listening to the the Bible in a Year podcast with Father Mike Schmitz. Highly recommend it. If you are not listening to it, I, I would suggest listening to it, especially if you're like, you know what, I've never gone through the whole Bible. Uh, I'd like to do that. Um, great opportunity. Real easy to follow. Uh, highly recommend it. But anyways, as we were going through it, we were talking about um, Joseph uh, in the Old Testament. You can read about him in Genesis chapters 37 through 50. Uh, his story is really remarkable, um, and, and his story has a lot of foreshadowing of of Jesus, actually. But I noticed while I was uh, going through that section of the Bible that there's some foreshadowing of, of St. Joseph in there, I think, uh, that, I, that I found pretty interesting. So a couple of the similarities is, first, they're, they're both given uh, a gift, um, and it's probably it's probably a gift that maybe they didn't want, they didn't expect, or at least didn't want initially. Um, and they had it, and they were given it, and they could have just just pushed it aside. They could have ignored it. They could have tried to pretend it wasn't there. Um, but when God gives us a gift, right, He gives it to us for a reason. Um, and in both cases, they they received their gift. Uh, you know. Joseph in Joseph in Egypt, which, by the way, I, I found out that a lot of people refer to him as the uh, Joseph of Egypt, which I think is a little confusing because where did Saint Joseph take his family to? Also Egypt, but whatever. Um, but anyways, I I look at so Joseph of Egypt, um, you know, he was gifted with the ability to read dreams um, and 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 know what they mean and and know what was going to happen, and. Um, so in one way, there's you know there's dreams are very evident and prevalent in uh, Saint Joseph's life as well, but with Joseph, you know he's given a gift of of being the foster father of of God incarnate. So, um, and and you know you look at both of those situations. You know Joseph was Joseph of Egypt was was the favorite son. He had this this gift, and he was resented for it. And and I'll talk about it in a later a later podcast. You know. What what Joseph, you know, the decisions, decisions, the decisions he had to make, um, you know, when he kind of found out what was going on um, with Mary, and uh, you know what light that cast him in uh, was it a, probably not a real popular light, similar, you know, to Joseph of Egypt when he when he started talking about his dreams, um, but you see both of these men that, like I said, they're given this gift, this this uh, responsibility. And it's up to them. Are they going to use it or not? And they both do. They use it correctly. And and to some extent, they're faced with a lot of hardships initially. But um, you know, when in the Old Testament Joseph story, you see that that God is there through it all, right? And uh, the beauty that it turns into, and and how ultimately throughout that process, he is gifted with, uh, you know, the second in command to to all of Egypt, and it really saves however many people's lives, saves his whole family's lives, um, and is able to do things that really, you know, probably saved much of Egypt at the time. And then you look at, again, what is the New Testament, you know, it takes takes that that, that precursor or that the Old Testament stories and it, it builds upon them and, and, of course, makes them, you know, tenfold or more big, better. And you've got Joseph who is, is given uh, responsibility uh, as the foster father over God, <laughs> um, really, you know, Jesus. Um, and 
and he's he's got this responsibility and then you see the beauty right because what's jesus do he goes and he saves he saves he saves all of humanity for forever uh, or at least offers us that salvation um so you see that these yeses to god that they make uh even through challenging times they they both continue to strive forward and they and they they go through hardships but ultimately on the other side of it is is beauty and and um I think that's just a remarkable connection I was drawing as I was as I was reading through the Genesis story of Joseph and and thinking about you know Saint Joseph as well and and some of those similarities there. Um, and we'll get into more of of I guess what I what I was alluding to with you know some of the challenges that that Saint Joseph had to face, um, you know, through his marriage to Mary and and some of the decisions he had to make and and from a historical's perspective uh, what that meant but that will be more the topic of my uh, next podcast so uh, this one is a little shorter as kind of the introductory one but the goal here is to do one a month for the year of Saint Joseph so um, you're not going to see a hundred podcasts coming out but um, you you should see twelve so if uh, you think this might be interesting I hope you tune in next month. Um, And I look forward to continuous with you. Thank you, and God bless. Um, I'll be praying for all of you guys, and, uh, you know, pray for me as well. I appreciate it. Thank you.